G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, Australia's biggest snapshot of the views of young people has just been released. Mission Australia's National Youth Survey 2022 report reveals financial concerns and housing instability affect many young people and their families. The environment, equity and discrimination as well as mental health topped the issues that young people aged 15 to 19 years want Australia to address this year and in the next year. Mission Australia's CEO Sharon Callister is joining us. Hello Sharon, welcome along to 2020. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Sharon, the survey, 15 to 19 year olds, uh, this year something just short of 20,000 young people really surveyed for this youth survey. It's pretty significant, isn't it? Well, it's a very significant number and we're delighted that we had almost um, 20,000 young people respond to the survey. Uh, What it does, it's a springboard for deeper conversations on issues that 15 to 19 year olds deem as important and critical uh, for the country and also personally for themselves. Um, We're pleased to be able to say that this is our 21st year and um, the data that we get and the information is just so useful across so many areas in helping us shape a future Australia. Can you tell us anything about the young people who were surveyed? As we're talking around 20,000, do they come from all walks of life, in the capital cities and in the bush as well? Uh, How do you describe those young people? They absolutely do. They come from all walks of life. Uh, They come from cities, uh, country areas, right across the country, all different race, gender, uh, cultural backgrounds, Christians, non-Christians, so we have got the whole gamut um, within that um, close to 20,000 young people who responded. And of course Mission Australia with a rich Christian heritage and uh, you host this survey each year and the findings are really powerful. They do influence the way governments make decisions about our young people and so young people very interested too in the findings here. How do you describe, Sharon, the challenges and concerns that have been reflected in this survey? Well, if I talk firstly about what the young people see as the most important issues in Australia today, and then we could go on to some of the personal issues um, that they have experienced. So number one was concerns with the environment. Um, More than half of the young people noted that as a critical issue to be considered. And when you think about... Um, catastrophic floods and storms, um, climate change in general, pollution, so many things. And you see young people even around the world in protests, uh, really voicing their concerns, wanting action. They want action and they want it now. So it's unsurprising that we're seeing these results in the survey. But what is incredible is the absolute skyrocketing in terms of rating that as important. Back in 2020, it was less than 30%. 
of people that actually young people that um, rated that as um, the most one of the most important issues that grew to 38% last year and now 50% here. So that is absolutely a key issue. And just uh, before you move on from there, Sharon, isn't it interesting because mm-hmm. uh, you're not taking a side, are you, with the survey because uh, young people, and of course people are divided over climate change issues and the environment, uh, some would say young people are exposed to significant alarmism and that might be causing that sort of number to go up, but the survey itself doesn't take sides. Uh, this is just reflecting what young people are saying is important to them. That is absolutely correct. And the questions that we ask are actually open-ended. So it's absolutely up to the young person who's completing the survey to actually just out of um, any issues that they're considering to put the top three down. Uh, so, But uh, it is so important, um, and that's what they're telling us. We need to do more. Uh, right across the board and if you look at as I said the changes from 2020 even to 2022 we can't ignore this we have to have young people's voices in the conversations they need to be amplified far and wide and listened to and acted on. So Sharon the environment is fairly and squarely there in the concerns of young people and that's what's come from this national youth survey. Uh, Hit us with some of these other top issues that young people identified. Well second um, that young people identified as an important issue in Australia today was equity and discrimination Um, and that was 36% of uh, the young people um, that actually raised that as an issue. Um, when I look through some of the information in a bit more detail, nearly one in four of them had experienced unfair treatment or discrimination in the past year. And that's just really, it's it's sad and it's wrong and we need to do better. And the third area, which I mentioned earlier, was mental health. Now, mental health has been a constant in the list of most important issues for Australia, but it's not going away and it's not getting better. And when you think that um, there are like 10% of, sorry, I've got a statistic here, one in four young people feel that um, most um, of the, or nearly all of the time they felt lonely um, is really, really sad. And 44% said that they'd experienced um, or were very concerned with how to cope with stress. Um, that's a key issue for us, um, the, the community as a whole, as I said, but in particular, with Mission Australia, we're a humanitarian organisation. We often see people at the most vulnerable. We provide a lot of care and support for people in this situation, but it's not just up to us. There are things that can be done um, through community groups, through the schools, through government, through policymakers, um, right across the board. Isn't it very, very significant? Uh, There you are surveying young people and you're coming up with all of these challenges. But this is a part of what you do with the survey. You're looking for those things that are impacting on this next generation so that uh, Mm. either in your own uh, capacity uh, in what you do, the good work of Mission Australia or governments, the way that governments need to be involved in shaping the next generation, but identifying those negative impacts has been a part of what the motive is for the survey. Yeah, but we also, we want to be able to identify those because that's very important to us, as you said. 
Um, and especially, you know, as a Christian organisation, there are things that we really try to do, try to do it well, reaching out to help people. But when you look at things also like the housing and financial situation, you know, one in 10 of the young people responding were worried about having a safe place to stay. And one in 20 said that their families or themselves couldn't pay bills or car expenses. So what I would say, those are some of the alarming issues and things that are of a huge concern to us. But there is some good news in the survey. Most people in the survey said that they were in study and work and they were satisfied with their studies. Uh, they had good support networks. They were proud to be in their communities. They felt in control of their lives and felt positive about the future. So our role and the role of everyone that's using this report is to be able to balance both of those things and see what we can do more of to keep the positives, but also keep that highlight and the focus on including young people in decision-making processes, doing it early and hearing their voices loud and clear because we want a better future for them in the days and years to come. Well, there's no doubt these are challenging, uncertain times uh, with the rising cost of living, uh, with the challenges that are being faced on all of these different levels, uh, homelessness as you identify. How important is it, Sharon, identifying the problems early and being prepared to meet children and young people where they're at as they're growing up into these adult years? Uh, How important is that early identifying of problems? Yeah, I think that's a a great question. And the answer is it's absolutely critical. The earlier that we can involve young people, whether it's prevention, early detection, um, those kind of things will make an enormous difference to people in the long run. And, you know, one of the things that we can't get past, though, is that, you know, when you're talking about the lack of housing and being um, being able to pay bills, This is an issue for the whole of our country. And whilst it's pleasing that the new government are making commitments for more social housing, they're also making some great commitments, could I say, in terms of youth engagement and trying to include youth youth in in conversations early on. And as they develop policy statements and positions, that is fantastic news. But we need to do it as soon as we can. We really have no time to waste. Sharon, you mentioned loneliness as a real uh, as a real problem uh, in the lives of young people who've responded to the latest survey. Uh, this fits under your mental health uh, surveying mm-hmm. of these young people. Uh, loneliness and those sorts of things, the mental health challenges that young people are facing. How do you describe what those young people have said is the biggest challenge that they're facing in this area? Well, what I should say is that also this year, for the first time, our survey, we took a deep dive into what young people suggested as solutions for these things. So rather than us thinking of solutions for them, include them in the decision-making and coming up with those solutions. And they had some three really great key points, which involved the importance of asking friends and family and health professionals for support the need for learning strategies to reduce stress and also more emphasis on mental health and well-being being promoted in the schools. And I think they're really sensible strategies that we could well um, take heed of and ensure that um, we do whatever we can to support that happening. So is this the first year that uh, you've asked young people about what solutions they see? 
Yes, it's the first year that we have included that question and I think it's it's been great from a timing perspective and we will include more of this in future surveys because, um, you know, I think in the past we may not have listened to that youth voice nearly or that young people's voice nearly as much as what we could have, but the time is right to do that now. We need to be committed to, to it. And I think that um, by doing that and having their voices echoed around part of critical decision-making, we're going to make better decisions and that will create a better world. And, you know, as Christians, there are also some additional things that we can do that maybe other organisations wouldn't. And I think that's an important component as well. And I'm sure that your audience would be interested in hearing some of those things as well. Well, you know, Christians who are connected to churches and youth groups and some of the challenges that young people have identified as the biggest concerns that they have, there certainly is a role for people who are in church life to be caring and concerned and to try and meet some of those needs. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely. And, and when I sit back and think about it, there are some really practical things. Obviously, praying. Prayer is a very important part of who we are as Christians and being able to do that and use our prayers intentionally, I think is important. But also churches out there that do have youth involved ensure that they also have a voice um, and that they can start um, start by looking at how they hear from young people and how that helps shape not just the future of our communities, but the churches itself. And I mean, obviously, from a Mission Australia point of view, I'd always sort of put in as well, there are plenty of other opportunities um, volunteering for Mission Australia as well. I'm sorry, I'm unashamedly about that. But, um, you know, they're all really practical things that we can do to um, really um, help the youth um, of Australia. And you can connect with Mission Australia all over Australia. Let me give the website here and uh, for listeners who might be thinking, I'd like to see these youth survey findings and examine them a little more closely. Uh, they're available on the Mission Australia website, are they, Sharon? That's correct. MissionAustralia.com.au MissionAustralia.com.au And you'll be able to go through the detail that's there a reflection of young people, 15 to 19 years of age, and where they see themselves today in Australia and their expectations for what the future may hold. Mission Australia's CEO, Sharon Callister, thank you so much for taking some time to share these insights with us today on 2020. Thanks so much, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.